Hello and welcome to Dream Game Studios podcast, a podcast in which we make our guests' wildest gaming dreams happen. That's right, anything is possible and we are going to be getting our guests to tell us their ideal game. If they could play anything they could ever want, what would it be? And at Dream Game Studios, we're a multi-billion pound company, so we're completely unfettered by those technical problems that have made your dreams not possible. And I think we're going to really make some stuff happen here for our guests. And who is our guest this week, Nomad? That's right, we've got Sir Action Slacks on the cards for today. I'm very excited to get into this guy's absolute lunatic mind, delve deep into his psyche and pull out what could be, honestly, absolutely anything could be his mm-hmm. dream game. I, I, I don't know what direction this is going to go in, so I'm very excited to find out. Yeah, and if you don't know who Sir Action Slacks is, uh, me and Nomad are both Dota boys, and Sir Action Slacks has very much held the Dota scene to hostage with his slightly off-kilter strange voice and uh, a way of acting. He's one of my absolute favourite talents. I've always loved working with him. He's a really lovely guy, but he's got a slightly strange mind. Uh, so I think whatever game he comes up for us here today is certainly going to be memorable, would you say, Nomad? Yes, yeah, it's 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 going to be an episode. It's going to be a ride. Strap in, uh, have fun, enjoy it, because this one is going to be absolutely hilarious i can guarantee that okay let's kick off then with nomad and mr big jams aka dan often introducing sir action slacks's dream game well hello and welcome sir action slacks to dream game studios how are you doing today Oh, I'm so good. Thank you guys so much for having me in your dream game studio. Uh, great, great title there. Uh, very creative. I would never guess what you guys do here. <laughs> it's descriptive and uh, and clear. <laughs> and what a lovely building. So thanks, thanks for joining us. Nomad, how are you doing? Are you well? Uh, yeah, I'm good. You know, I've had a really tough day at the office. Uh, it's been hard. You know, the the graphics team have been slacking. So I've just been. I've just been fucking beating them, honestly. My hands hurt, man. I've been, I've been going to town on those guys. Like, yeah, it was, it was bringing a kid to work today as well. So, you know, that, was, that made it extra rough. But uh, you got to do what you got to do when you're a CEO. You know, when you're turning over millions. I mean, it's, it's the grind set. You know, it's just what it is. Mm. Holy shit! <laughs> uh, let's get straight into it, Slack. So let's talk about, I guess, as a precursor to the idea that you're bringing to us today. Uh, about your history in gaming, what was the first games you played when you were a kid? Oh boy, what a great question! Uh, I mean, Jesus, I, I, you know, back in the day, back when I was a a youth, back in the Stone Age, uh, you know, you'd go to your friend's house to play games, right? Mm-hmm. And none of the Steam or anything. So, uh, one of the first experiences I ever had was uh, my next door neighbor's parents had a, a literal like Atari. Uh, I used to play Top Gun on that mother sucker <laughs> and try to land the plane. It was one of the most painful horrible experiences of my life i still haven't landed the plane on top gun on that old system so uh yeah that was uh that then i had another friend who had like a original nintendo we played oh my god the lion king you know this explains a lot oh, i like one. dark souls i like dota I, my i started off on top gun and the lion king for nintendo it was awful those are like the hardest games in history but my first system was the goaded N64, greatest of all time, so good. Um, but yeah, uh, I was a console gamer for most of my life. And then eventually uh, I uh, moved on to PC and joined the Master Race. So uh, yeah, it was a good time. What did you play on the N64? What were your games on that Oh, one? Christ. Okay, Empire Strikes Back. So good. Dash Rendar, represent in the chat, if you know, if you remember. Uh, there isn't a chat. but <laughs> that, I know there's not a chat, but I'm used to saying it. 
Uh, of course, Super Mario 64. Greatest game of all time, Perfect Dark, which still mm. games today do not understand that the greatest thing you can have is a 32 multiplayer uh, bot match. You just, in, dude, that was on the N64. You used to go into a solo bot match and just play like Goldeneye with 16 bots. It was incredible. <laughs> what a game. It was perfect uh, dark one with the laptop gun that you could just put on a wall. Absolutely, it was. This mm. guy knows, dude. I That's what I used to do. So I, I couldn't. I've never been able to do console shooters, so I used to just put a laptop gun and hide. That's the uh, only move in Perfect Dark. What? So it just like automatically shoot? Yeah. Yes. Okay. You just throw it on the wall. It was great. Uh, but games like that, like GoldenEye and Perfect Dark, they taught you truly who your friends were, right? Like the kid that picks odd job in a. Uh, 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 James Bond, whatever. I just said it. Okay, Goldeneye. Yeah. The gold, the odd job picker or the far sight picker in uh, uh, Perfect Dark, that gun, Mr. Nomad, you can, it's a sniper rifle that shoots through walls and sees through walls. Oh, nice. It's just broken. Just completely broken. (laughs) Uh, And whatever friend you had that picked that real son of a bitch. I don't talk to any of those guys anymore. My best friend, me, me and him used to play uh, Goldeneye, and uh, his older brother used to be the one who uh, who had uh, always picked odd jobs. So not only was he, like, older and better, you oh. know, had more motor functions, but he would then pick odd job and just absolutely, like, destroy us. Like, and, and... Scumbag. Yeah. You know, the oh, original yeah. Chads, they picked Jaws. He had, like, a two times <laughs> bigger hitbox than anybody. This guy just walking around <laughs> in there, around. you anywhere in the room he's dead what a chat (laughs) (laughs) were there any games that you really wanted to play as a kid that you weren't allowed to oh god no i actually i mean my parents thought that the video games might prevent me from watching so much tv and they had no idea i watched like four hours of tv when we got a game console i I spent like 18 hours on it and i would (laughs) obsess obsess like i would literally watch the commercials for uh star fox 64 uh, as soon as they came on and just be like, one day, one day. Uh, <laughs> the uh, games that I didn't get to play, I don't know, I, I, I was, I'm a loyalist. When stuff came out for the N64, I'm like, that's the best console. Everything else sucks. PlayStation sucks. Uncharted sucks. Uh, <laughs> but uh, no, I, I do have regrets, though. I've always been, I went from Nintendo to Xbox. I never got to play any PlayStation stuff, so... Uh, their entire library, like, I've always wanted to play the Uncharted series. I've always wanted to play, like, the Killzone series. It's been all Halo mm. and stuff for me, so. Oh, The Last of Us. Always. I've I've kept myself quarantined from the entire series in preparation <laughs> for one day when I'm in the retirement home. I'll be able to boot up The Last of Us and uh, <laughs> be spoiler free. So, very excited. Take your medicine, yeah. mister. Mm-hmm. That's what it's going to be. That is how it's going to be, guys. I mean, uh, the old generations, they go and they watch TV and talk and stuff. Dude, when we're old, elderly, we're going to be in the retirement home having fucking LAM parties. It's going to be sick as hell. I actually cannot wait. It's going to be dope. Yeah. And the one who uh, picks odd job, you know, just call off his medicine, you know, steal his yeah. medicine. Spike his meds, dude. Fucking Easy. odd job. <laughs> what you get? Anyway. Finally, after all these years, we can get revenge on the odd job pickers. That's all it's going to take. Uh-huh. Do you think your taste as a child prepared you for your tasting games as an adult? You mentioned that you liked hard games, do you think? Or did you yeah. take a sudden shift? I think so. I think um, a lot of, uh, you know, I've always been a very big gamer. And I, like, not very casual. I've been very much into, like, trying to see new, exciting games and stuff like that. So, yeah, especially, like, uh, God, 
I had no idea. Back in the day, jumping on a computer for the first time, playing Counter-Strike on the old launcher and stuff like that, something like Steam existing, that was, yeah, that changed my entire life, just having a library of different titles. Because, you know, back in the day, you used to go to Blockbuster, have your little game pass, and be like, well, you got anything new this week? And just ate their crumbs like an animal. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, so I, I do think so. It, it increased my hunger for variety and typically, in different kind of games and then it also i just like difficulty i used to love shooters i will say that and now i've kind of i think you outgrow shooters eventually you're just like ah, yes i get it i shoot i shoot man got it so um yeah I, my tastes have refined like a wine you know as i mm. get older indeed let's run into your dream game then the idea ah. that you brought us is it a hard game is that what you're going for or is it very a- hard all right, guys. I am into roguelikes like lately. Mm-hmm. I like oh, roguelikes yeah, a lot. I think that they're very fun. You, you, it's a pick up, drop them, see how far you can get. Uh, I also, uh, you know, kind of like some silly simulators. Here's my pitch. You ready? Yeah. CEOs. Gamers are getting older, guys. A lot of them, they're in their 30s. They're getting there. And we have to make games that go with people on their lives. Now, a lot of guys out there, they're either having kids or they're glad that they're not having kids and they want to laugh at it. So what I propose here is a game called Baby Simulator. Okay? (laughs) Baby Simulator. Here's how it works. You start the game. It's a roguelike. And a baby is randomly generated for you. You are the baby. Now... This baby comes with several perks and several negatives. For example, ugly. All right? The ugly baby, it doesn't get as much attention from the parents, and there's a higher chance that they're going to leave it in the garbage can. But the ugly baby also grows more independence because it's not smothered by helicopter moms. Now, you have to take your collection of born perks and then move up through your childhood as a baby until you gain sentience and that's the end of your run is uh, when the baby understands that it exists in this world now uh other things will compel you to do things for example a uh annoying baby you have to cry all the time but you have to do other things like increase your cuteness meter so that your parents don't leave you in the garbage can you see uh your your goal as the baby is to simply survive and not be aborted uh (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> now that's simulator is a different different game well, I, it starts <laughs> on conception alright so you, you think uh, baby simulator starts at conception <laughs> it's a political oh, game <laughs> granted, granted I'm just kidding uh, but uh, yeah baby simulator I think it'd be very fun mm-hmm. uh, especially because it's a mix between uh, there's an old sim game called uh, who's your daddy where you're running around and they're trying to, the baby's trying to die and the parents oh, trying yeah, to kill yeah, you. That, yeah. yeah, or save you. Yeah, it's kind of similar like that. I think that there could be leaderboards. I think that when two babies survive, perhaps they meet each other and form a new baby based on their old traits. And there's like, you mm-hmm. know, speed running babies. Like you could have morph- benefits. Yeah, no, no, no. I mean, it goes in the future. Babies aren't boning, Nomad. I'm saying <laughs> that the babies grow up into humans and they meet more like. My mitochondria, uh, no, what's it? Uh, mitosis, you know, and two babies mitosis? merge into each other. Yeah, that's a good one, dude. DLC can join twins. That's yep. hype. That's a hype mm. baby simulator. All right, anyway, there we go. We're so, working now. We're working. Now the trick here, the tr- the real trick of the game, guys, is that it starts off as this stupid, annoying thing where you're constantly like dying in a roguelike of becoming a baby. But 
what it actually does is teach men how to take care of a two-year-old uh up mm. to two uh it's actually like you know this is how much sleep your parents are getting this is what ha you're teething oh no your crying rate is increased but as a new dad i was so scared of what would happen and i'll be honest the first three months of having a child are absolutely miserable it's like having a screaming shitting plant that doesn't even know you're in the room it doesn't pay any attention <laughs> to you i hated it uh but when they when he started you know becoming a human being i really enjoyed it so you, it's disguised, a game that is, uh, seems like a stupid game, but it's actually giving you good advice for how to be a dad so people could buy it for future fathers that are gamers and say, like, hey, play Baby Simulator, but they're learning skills, real skills. Mm. Let's, let's draw down into the details of this game uh, then. Okay. So first, it's a roguelike. So what type of roguelike is it? There's multiple types of roguelike. There's Slay the Spire style card games. Sure, 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 sure. Hades, uh, Bullet Helly style running around games. There's uh, Risk of Rain. There's, there's uh, like stuff like Faster Than Light where you're a spaceship. What What are you actually doing here? What, what I, I do believe that it would be a simulator uh, that is kind of like Faster Than Light. Like, uh, uh -huh. so let's uh, imagine like Goat Simulator meets Faster Than Light in a way. So you'll... <laughs> be born oh what yeah rogue legacy 2 so yeah guys ever play that you start with three characters and uh it's a selection oh, yeah, screen yeah, yeah and they all have like positives and negatives right so it's like mm -hmm. uh, this guy has double health but he's his world is upside down stuff like that so yeah. you'll be born with a certain amount of genetic traits that are both positive mm -hmm. and negative and then you have to take that character through his baby uh stuff and uh, you'll have random shit come up like oh i'm sorry you have john this John, this weird-looking baby. Your parents don't bring you outside as much because you're you're a weirdo. Stuff like that, and you have to just try to survive through sentience. Um, okay. That is the goal. Yeah. Let's drill down into the jaundice gameplay scenario. So you get a pop-up saying you have jaundice. Uh, you as the player, how how are you navigating the situation of having jaundice as a baby? Did you know that in Colorado, almost 95% of children have jaundice? It's, really? it's true. It's, it's a up? high altitude. It's, it's uh, crazy. We're a mile above sea level. Anyway, so yes, uh, stuff like negative perks such as jaundice. You're born and you have to spend a week in the ICU with blue lights pounding on wow. you. And you're a weird looking baby. So yeah, that has negatives. Again, the entire point is for you to not go up for adoption, not be abandoned, because mm. uh, you have to balance as a baby. How annoying am I? But do I still get my needs met? You know? Uh, um, see. Yeah. So that's definitely a negative is the jaundice, but it's, it, it's a minor <laughs> one. Jaundice is very easily fixed. Don't be afraid of jaundice. Mm. What you really don't want is fat, ugly baby. That one is rough. That is rough. <laughs> that's a tough uh, time. That's, right. that's a tough time, yes. yeah. Because then the parents have to pretend like it's a really cute, you know, lovely baby, and they, they, and then, like, they have to deal yeah. with the reactions when they show it off to people, and it's like, absolutely. Oh, yeah. so like, cute. these are cutscenes, right? Like, uh, yeah. you'll go to a party, Your par it's like your first birthday party, and then right. you'll see your parents' love uh, decreases as other people see you, and they're like, wow, that is an ugly fucking baby. Like, their love of you decreases, and you have to make it up in other ways. Like, uh, mm. you know, give them a hug or something like that. It it's difficult to balance. It's hard. Yeah. You know, a lot of the people that work in our development department, um, mm. you know, we, we don't really give uh, maternity or fraternity leave here. Um, you know, in fact, wow. we, we usually increase their hours when they have babies to make sure that their productivity doesn't drop um, due to distractions. So they wouldn't know anything about raising a child. So for them, yeah. 
what would be like the flares of the game which would hook them in you know what would be the the, the exciting you know gimmicks if you will um to, to to really hook them in and get them interested in a baby simulator well no matter what it's going to be funny uh i think that the the point of the game is above all as a learning experience for new fathers to see uh what to do right but also humorously show what to do wrong so uh in your right. situation the baby's not the only one with random variables the parents all also have random variables so if you're bored and you have two workaholic parents maybe they just never come home and you just starve to death after stuff. after yeah. three days <laughs> no who knows you have to find a way to live you got to go eat <laughs> yeah. some batteries because your parents don't come home for two weeks Ah, so I'm, yeah. I'm, trying to, I'm still trying to dig into what you as a player do on a time-by-time basis. Are you yes. crawling around like a 3D flat? You are, to, you are. Yeah, it's not yeah. like you're getting decisions that are coming up. You're actively exploring the world here. So it, it, it is like very much like Slay the Spire. You're going to have the, the active exploring the world section, a.k.a. the fight, you know, mm-hmm. when you're against the guy. And then as you move, as right. you choose your random yeah. paths, you'll choose a new path and it says, hey... You know, baby's first birthday party. Uh, what do you want? A, B, C, D. Like a traditional explorationary roguelike mm. where so, you could just screw it up one day, you know? So what's happening in the fight? So describe to me a, a baby fight. He's come a up baby against fight. the, 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 the uh, obstacle of jaundice or he's come up the obstacle of his parents leaving him. What well, are you doing in the it might be legitimate fights that you might have a play date and there's an right. other baby and then he'll come in and try to like take your food or do other things and you have to, you know, your parents are watching. They don't want violent baby. That's a bad trait. Flapping right. baby mm-hmm. is not good. But in a fight, it will help you against another baby. And you got to be careful because if the enemy baby wins, your parents might just take him instead and leave you. He'd shun you to the basement. <laughs> Can that he happen? Could be, I, I don't that have does happen. Have you ever taken another baby or had your baby taken by what, other parents? What do you think daycares are for, dude? You, you know, it's just a, just a battle in there, pretty much. Yeah. It is a battle yeah. Now that's a good follow-up game. Well, yeah, baby now we got a sequel. Two, baby Royale. Holy. <laughs> We're franchising here. This is profit. Oh, I'm, I'm yeah, hearing money, Slacks. I'm hearing money. Oh, that's good. Thank you. Thank you. Are you a baby in the modern day? Are you, is it set in Colorado and you're town or is it i mean that set? could be great dlc you know i mean those are great negative perks you know like you're born congratulations but oh no it, it's medieval uh you know there is no food right. so <laughs> you want baby simulator to you must cover the whole of possible human history why not you know that's great dlc guys we're not gonna day one launch that okay that's too much uh we'll yeah, build yeah. into that uh, that's how you have sequels this goat simulator does the same thing goat simulator zombie goat simulator future We'll have Baby Simulator uh, twenty forty five, a future oh, baby. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Big, big pull there, big pull there. Cyberpunk Baby Simulator. Everyone's been waiting for. Mm. Oh, thank you. Yes, he's seeing the vision. Thank you. <laughs> Something that happens uh, that's in a lot of rogue- roguelikes that makes them very successful is a kind of an itinerative way of gameplay. So Hades, yeah. for example, every single run you do is slightly different because you learn from the previous run. Like you get new hammer or mm-hmm. something or a new uh, god uh, that can help you out i'm sorry about that you are describing a rogue light my friend this game uh, is a rogue like don't piss me off all right there's a big difference here all right uh, a rogue light 
you gain additional stats every single time that you play, you make it easier. But in fact, I disagree with that game creation philosophy. Are, have you gotten better or has the game gotten easier? I don't like these kinds of games because you never have the self-fulfilling pride. Oh, I finally beat Hades. Yet I've been playing for 10,000 hours and my character has four times the health. Did I get good or did I just play long enough? No baby simulator, okay? You gotta get good at this game. You don't, you don't get perks that follow you along, 50% chance to not be missing an eyeball. No, all right? Every baby is random, much like in real life, okay? You don't get those perks, unless great DLC. Uh, fabricate baby. <laughs> unless DLC, yeah. Yeah, yeah, you know? Mm, yeah. Remember, yeah. remember that thing? You like uh, designer babies? They're doing that now in the mm -hmm. future. You know, you can decide if you have a boy or a girl. That is a good alternate game mode. Good thinking. Good thinking, guys. Mm. Are you uh, always an only child, or is there going to be a case where you're the second sibling or even third sibling? Fourth, yep, fifth? yep. That is another negative perk. Octo baby. Octo baby is a bad perk, you know? There's eight children in the house, and you're vying to become the survivor, and the other ones, I... We have room for AI, where there's twins, and there's an active competing AI that's rogue-liking mm, yep. with you, trying to take your resources away, you know? Or like That's the, uh, the Dark well. Souls invasion uh, mechanic, right? Like an Elden Ring, right? Yeah. <laughs> there you With go. With the same music, of course. You look at the top of the top of the stairs, and there's just a baby. Oh, oh like red eyes. <laughs> yeah. Terrifying. Oh shit. Oh no. Strong fat baby. <laughs> Strong fat abandoned level ninety five baby coming at me. Shit. Do you think this game could be extended to be the whole of someone's life? Is that your end goal here? The, no, it, no, 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 no. It's got always an Yes, yes. Uh, as soon as they gain sentience. And um, yeah, that is... Uh, now, the trick here is most of us gain sentience as babies. What I mean by that is that they understand that they are, uh, you know, um, mortal in a way. Yeah, they have a, a thing of self. A lot of people, I don't know if you guys remember the first time that you gain sentience, as it were... Uh, many children, that happens the first time they receive a big injury. So uh, they'll fall off and they'll hurt themselves and say, oh my god, hold on, if I'm hurt, I can die. That's like gaining sentience, right? Typically that happens around two years old. So uh, that will be one of the big ones. That's like the final boss fight, right? There's some sort of event at the end of the, when they're two years old where they have to get overcome something and then the end result is, I'm a human! And that's, you're no longer a baby. Now it's toddler sim uh, simulator in the which is a whole Way different game. A very yeah. different game. So yeah. many spin-offs here. Like, this is a whole franchise. This is a cash cow we can really milk. Thank you, um, thank you. Absolutely. Yeah. So, like, would the final event be, you know, based upon some of the traits or some of the things you've done? For example, you know, Fat Ugly Baby, you know, maybe gets into, I don't know, like a, a fight with a drunk outside who thinks he's just a angry small man. Or something like I, this. I think um, so. I, I think that there'll be a, a different amount of bosses, final bosses, that, uh, you know, it's... Yeah. Again, because in roguelikes like this, you might have an optimal build, but then, oh no, I'm up against the wrong boss. Like, this guy yeah, is yeah, good against this. So, yeah. Uh, you don't know who the final boss will be, so you'll build your optimal baby uh, in mm. preparation to survive this, what I call the traumatic moment at the end of the game. And then, uh, will you suffer or will you succeed? That is the point of the baby. I have two concerns with the game that I want to bring up, and we can ho hopefully oh, allay. Only two. Right <laughs> now, we might gain gain more concerns later. Uh, firstly, uh, you, you introduced this whole concept by saying that you're uh, a big fan of 
of, of difficult games that you want the mm. games to have a challenge. Uh, we've said that this game could be set in the US or it could be set in various different traits. Um, the, the infant mortality rate in the US currently is 5.4 deaths per thousand births. So oh. in the, 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 this situation, probably very few runs, if it's a realistic game, would be... Well- Yes. I mean, because most babies do make it to the sentient period before or after Roe versus Wade, though. I mean, check that out in a year. <laughs> All right, yes, I forgot. The... <laughs> <laughs> I mean, this is a very good topic game to have right now. I, there's going to be yep, a lot yep, of baby yep. mortality coming up. <laughs> But, oh, I'm so okay. sorry. I wrote the podcast. I'm sorry, guys. But let's, uh, as a side question on that, we might have to edit this whole bit out. But as a side <laughs> question on on that. Um, as a fetus, there's there's very little that a fetus can do in terms of gameplay mechanics because it is entirely beholden to someone else. You guys ever play Spore? That beginning part, yeah. all right? Yeah. There's a lot that goes on in Baby Simulator. In fact, yeah. the first time that you're picking your traits, you get a, a shot of five sperm, and they're all swimming, and uh-huh. you have to do... Nice. You're going for the sperm nice. that you want, that. but maybe he doesn't make it. You know, yeah. uh, and then a, a much worse sperm goes in. And you're like, oh my god, no, <laughs> not that you. has not you. And then you have to, you know, eat your twin in the womb. Uh, you have to, you know, do all this other stuff. Yeah, yeah. yeah I read true. about that the other day. Is a, a, a triplet which uh, which ate both of the other two in the womb. I mean, holy shit. Yeah, that's imagine great. that kid. Imagine that freaking kid, dude. Like, comes yeah. out already. You know, too <laughs> killed, <laughs> fucking bulked. He's gonna keep Jesus eating people Christ. his whole life. Yeah, but birth. I mean, we haven't even talked about birth. I mean, it's crazy. Yep. As uh, you know, you could come out crowning. You could come out upside down. The umbilical cord around your neck. These are all mini games that you have to play mm. in order for the baby to be born. That's very hard. Is the uh, birth mini game going to be very realistic? What what sort of graphics engine Hyper. are you looking for here? Are you looking Hyper for inter- like, yeah. cry engine? <laughs> Ray RTX on. You yeah. will see uh, flesh being split violently. <laughs> it will be <laughs> fucking disgusting. <laughs> I mean, Many players might about skip to the C section, right? Yeah, yeah, that's right. Yeah, that's it, right? That's what we need, right? The people, the expecting fathers out there to like actually know what's going to happen, right? That's right. Like, yeah, mm. that is the strength of gaming. I mean, I used to study mm. psychology, and I did a lot of work on gaming. And one of the biggest things that I studied was uh, the uh, God. That was 15 years ago. I don't even know what it's called. Uh, fuck. The uh, sensitization, for example. Now, people think that games make you violent. They don't, unless you're playing VR, which I would argue does make you more violent. Uh, I think that games simply make you desensitized. The first time that you see in Gears of War, uh, Marcus Phoenix have a lancer and he chainsaws a guy to death. You go, oh, shit. Oh, Jesus. But after 30 hours, it becomes a gameplay mechanic to you. Mm. That's what we're hoping to do with Baby Simulator. We're going to desensitize fathers to births. They'll see so many violent, horrific births. Uh, By the time they have their own, they'll just be like, oh, sick. I've seen this. The placenta. (laughs) That's a good placenta, sweetie. That's like plus 10. That's plus 10 on stats right there. Hell yeah. What, What stats do babies have? Could we run through the baby stats? Oh, there's a lot of them. You know, uh, again, it does have a lot to do with the parents, the sperm, placenta size, uh, magic so, uh, is a big one. You know, uh, curses. Well, of course, yeah. Um, right. uh, that that comes baby magic in in baby simulator. So this is a true story. When my uh, my wife hired a doula, I don't know if you guys know what that is, mm-hmm. um, but yeah. it's like basically a a person without a degree, typically that's just there to hold a person's hand that is with births and a very spiritual person. 
Um, so when our kid got bored, I wasn't into this. No offense to our wonderful doula. Uh, I just think that it's, uh, she was all into like Zen and meditation yeah, my, and the my aunt spirit. Is actually a doula. Um, and she's very much down that path as well. We'll uh, skip to the next story. Uh, I don't, I, I, <laughs> just kidding. You like your aunt? Is that okay? Uh, Nomad? Uh, it, may oh, I no, go ahead. Go ahead. Rail it. Okay, yeah, go it's ahead, fine. Go ahead. So the baby pops out, right? They're putting him under the heat lamp. Another stat for you. Heat lamp, cold, hot. Uh, we don't know. Anyway, and she goes, go, go to your wife. Go to your wife and, and uh, share this beautiful moment. So I do. I go to the wife and I'm talking to her and I look over. And in the heat lamp, the doula is standing over the child. And she's going, and I go, hey, what? Stop that. What is that? What is that? She's like, nothing. It's just a, it's just a, a Buddhist and I'm like, no magic, no magic over there. <laughs> so, I mean, I don't know what she did. Perhaps she stole his soul. Who knows? But that is a key component, you know, uh, magic mm -hmm. on the babies, uh, typically for some crazy stats, you know? Yeah. Um, yeah. And I can, I can see a boss there in the doula as well, you know, for the baby. You got to avoid her. Try and like not get cursed. <laughs> what is she going to do? Back you go. Get back in. <laughs> trying to get job security. No time yet. <laughs> that... Bad moon to be born in. <laughs> bad moon. <laughs> So are we dealing with D and D sauce stats here? Is it strength, dexterity, int, whiz? Typically, typically, yes. Yes. You've also course. got uh, magic, uh, light, placenta size. Uh huh. Uh, you're gonna have perks. Size. Yeah. Uh, astrology, if you believe in that stuff, you know, uh -huh. a Capricorn that could different kind of perks structure, Drawn but yeah, list, you know, all this stuff. Yeah, positives, negatives, uh, time of year that you're born, your parents' genetic traits that are passed down to you. And that's when it gets really fun. Again, if you survive the baby stage, you can breed with another one of your surviving babies and pass on to make the ultimate life form. Uh, that's the uh -huh. end goal, you know, the, the super baby, if you will. Uh, that is, uh, you know, what I believe religion is all about. Yes. Uh, <laughs> essentially... We're making a eugenic uh, simulator here. Is yeah, I, I mean, I told you we're going to teach people a lot. <laughs> Just kidding. Wait, we're not making a eugenic simulator. <laughs> Just a baby simulator, okay? Jesus. Uh, my, my second concern I was going to bring up is I, I don't have a baby, uh, but from my experience of babies, they're quite inert creatures. And from a lot of the, the things that you've described here, yeah. uh, like getting jaundice or, or various issues coming along, it sounds like some players might get quite frustrated on many of their runs where they lose due to stuff that's not really their fault. Like they might just be born and have no brain or something. That feels like quite a lot of stuff that could happen here. That's so, part of the challenge though, uh, isn't uh -huh. it? I mean, that's why we play roguelikes, you know, faster than light, same stuff happens. You go to one random thing and then one of your crew member dies and that's just, that's life. You know, that's the fun. These are very short games. I mean, uh, the typical baby simulator experience should be about 40 minutes max 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 yeah. per baby you know and it is a throwaway moment like that that's what brings the joy you might have the perfect innocent wonderful baby and then one day you go into the wrong place and it says you know yay to battery and now you got electric powers and you zap uh. your parents and they die uh you know so i mean that's what happens it's part of the uh -huh. joy of the game as so you don't choose to be a battery, it might just happen that your baby decides to be a battery. You don't control Maybe. your, well, your I baby's mean, battery. Usually thing. with these things, it's like a choice, right? You know, like you're right. starving. Do you eat a battery and like risk the side effects? Or do you not eat anything and lose like, you know, 40% max HP or something like this, right? That's, he knows. that's how they do it. Yeah, He knows. He knows. <laughs> that's right. It's all risk reward in the world of Baby Simulator.
Next question about the story of the game. I'm curious. Obviously, roguelikes don't all roguelikes don't always have a story, or often don't have a story. Sometimes they have an overarching story that's kind of behind all the different runs that you do. Is that the case in here, or is it just a random, uh, random cascade Absolutely. of babies? Absolutely. We are looking to emulate something quite like Inscription, where at the mm -hmm. beginning it seems like just a dumb old thing, but as the game progresses, you go from multiple babies, multiple babies that are now commingling and creating more of their babies. Uh, there's an overarching plot there of, uh, of the special seed, if you will, a, a DNA strand that is spread throughout all the babies to create a, a uh. something crazy at the end. You know, uh, you, These babies are random. These are babies that are coming from something, the star child. Uh, it, it's a very big lore, guys, uh, that we mm. will get into. Yeah. Like prophecy and kind of religious undertones. And yeah, I like it. I, like I don't care. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> All Whatever that matters sounds. is that the god baby at the end that you create after four generations of selective breeding, they have to go back and fight the first baby that came out. And it's this oh, cool thing. Nice, and at the end nice. of the game, yeah. it sends you an alert and it says your wife is pregnant. Um, and even if you don't have a wife, you, uh, you'll hear a knock at your front door and a woman will be there pregnant. And she said, you beat <laughs> baby simulator in the real world. In the real world. Okay. We are paying a lot of money. <laughs> <laughs> Every person that beats baby simulator does get a pregnant wife at the end and they must do it in real life. So that finally my child will be born and rule this world with an iron fist. <laughs> <laughs> So for certain people, that's a big boon, uh, getting a, a pregnant that's wife at the end of it. If you're an incel, then having a free pregnant wife is pretty good. Uh, if you're in a committed yeah, relationship, yeah. like like all three of us are, I imagine our respective partners would be quite annoyed if we played uh, a game and at the end... Hey, alright? This isn't for you, alright? <laughs> I don't ask 12-year-olds to play Dark Souls, and I don't ask happy married men to play baby simulator okay if you don't want a pregnant wife with a star child that will one day take over this planet then don't play message received <laughs> thank you <laughs> let's go into uh we talked about graphical style style it's already in the crisis engine it's full full rtx yeah. on all of this stuff any voice actors in the game are you looking for any uh celebrity voice actors any absolutely like that? Baby Yoda, for sure, will voice most of the babies. I don't know if you've uh, listened to his voice acting ability, but I believe his name is Guru. Goru. Goru will be our number one. Uh, great baby voice actor there. Uh, mm -hmm. We're also thinking about, of course, Morgan Freeman as the voice of God yet again on your stats page. You know, you've been blessed with obesity, you know, stuff like that. Um, that's great. Um, and then uh, I believe the rest of the cast is uh, just... Uh, the lowest paid actors, you know, uh, it's not hard to make a baby noise, so uh, it should be yeah. fine. But your parents, presumably, they must have voices and, and stuff like oh, that. Oh, no, no, we're going by Peanuts rules, you know. Uh, you, yes. You're a fucking baby, you don't know what they're saying. Yeah, I mean, it's all good. What about Alec Baldwin, who, uh, of course, uh, voiced Boss Baby? Are we bringing him in? Oh, that is a good final boss. A boss mm. Baby final boss. Smart. Yeah. That's smart. I would imagine yeah. not. Those those movies are abysmally bad. No, no. Oh. Is there a chance that you can become a boss baby and then it turns into a management game? That could be cool. Our, uh, good DLC, guys. Good DLC. We might get some celebrities to uh, voice uh, Random Dog. Random Dog is a very terrifying event where Random Dog runs into your house and you have to uh, hide from it so it doesn't carry you away. Uh, that's in the uh, Australian uh, region, though. It's called Random Dingo. So we don't... Uh, it's very terrifying stuff. 
the Australian is probably like the you know the super Dark Souls version, right? Where it is. Yeah, yeah. Dingoes are constantly looking to take you over. <laughs> the Australian <laughs> DLC. It's terrifying. At your window at night. <laughs> Just staring. Every window has a dingo Drooling. salivating. <laughs> My God. Any music? What music do you want throughout the game? Uh, just the most annoying, loud, there is no way to turn down the music. It is just uh, children's nursery rhyme videos on YouTube played on repeat. Uh, this, again, is training for new fathers. You're going to be going through mm -hmm. a lot of this. You know, five little ducks are on a hill. It's just fucking maxed. Max out. Cannot turn it off. But, it, again, we're building that for new fathers. They'll become desensitized to that, which is great. I guess a concern as well is if uh, a lot of new fathers are playing this, their baby arrives, they, they get addicted to Baby Simulator. That'd be a sad thing if you're, if you're a new father, <laughs> you've got a real baby out there uh, who's being neglected. You're playing Baby Simulator over and over again. You know what? I, we do that all the time to dogs. Dogs watch us play games, and then it's like you pet the dog on the game, and you don't pet your dog in real life. Okay, that's that's on the player, not on the game. So that they got to deal with it. Okay, if Baby Simulator does detect a real baby in the house, it will self uh, combust. It will turn itself mm -hmm. off. So, yeah. What about equipment? Are we are we you know are we going to have equipment in this game? You know stuff you can your baby can uh, enhance it with. You know you get a cheap yeah. diaper, and it's worse. You get a more expensive. Of course. One. <clears throat> Again, these are perks coming out from the household that you're born in, low income, high income, naturalistic, hippie. Um, these are all very uh, terrifying different households. You know, uh, diaper so, stats. Yeah. What Go would ahead. be an example of the hippie uh, household then? What, what, oh, what hippie's bad. Hippie's bad. Uh, hippie household, you have a uh, reusable, washable diaper that they take to the river. So uh, it's disgusting. Uh, again, like diapers are a big part of this because you're constantly shitting, you're constantly course, like yeah. making horrible messes, and that's more stress on the parents, which make them want to have you less and less. So hippie parents, you know, it's great because it's a natural home birth where you're in the tub and it's mm -hmm. uh, less stress on the birth. That's a bonus. But the negative is you're just shitting everywhere uh, all, at all times. You're filthy. You're dirty. Uh, there's poop. So uh, it's not good. It, a lot of these perks work like that. Early game is easier. Late game is harder. So mm -hmm. I imagine poo is going to be quite a large portion of the game. Uh, uh, yeah, it is a large portion of the mm -hmm. game that I have been living and it is miserable. Yes. Uh, yes. It's a very big factor in baby simulator. <laughs> <laughs> so we're going to need some sort of uh, physics department, probably exclusively to work on poo physics. Yeah. I, we will have to have a poo creative director uh, to get the different colors, consistencies. Um, and this is important because you as a baby, this is where you'll be getting most of your update stats is by looking at mm -hmm. the poo and seeing like, okay, mm. is it look like old hamster uh, giblets or is it the big green swamp? Uh, we don't know. But that is, you know, that's you getting better at the game and saying, oh, shit, baby has big green swamp. That, that means I'm missing this, this and this and I need to mm -hmm. get it. Uh, there's uh, no yeah. on-screen HUD indicators saying like you feel sick, you feel tired. Right. It's so a... you have to be have, have a medical degree to understand. No, you study. just learn. It's a it's a roguelike. <laughs> you get better every time you play. So when your baby starts yeah. under you know uncontrollably vomiting red, you're like, oh, I know what this is. Yeah. I had it on um, baby eight. Let's think about cover art to close up here. What what cover art do you want for baby submissions? <laughs> baby just a baby just a cute little baby and he's waving and he beckons you in hello just a baby just a baby just a, a super photorealistic baby it's a tried and true method yeah. for the All simulator right. no. genre okay goat simulator just had a fucking goat on the front what do you want you want to dress mm. this thing up lawn simulator some grass 
people gotta know what they're getting. They're getting a goddamn baby. So you put a baby on the front. Fair enough. Uh, as a final question, I guess we want to know what pitfalls to avoid. Um, you've spoken a lot about the different roguelikes in this game. Are there anything that roguelikes do that really irritates you that you wouldn't like to be yes. included in this game? Absolutely. Uh, especially this is especially prevalent in rogue lights. Um, I believe that there are some truly horrible design decisions in some very good games. For example, Dead Cells. Fantastic game, but I think it's one of the worst design games I've ever played in my life. Uh, <laughs> because you unlock items uh, by experimenting with them. So you'll kill an enemy, a new item will unlock, you'll use it. And be like, oh, I don't think this is very good. I, I think that this is kind of underpowered. But the fact that you as a player decided to test that item, which is the fun of the game, it is now drawn into your random item pool. And so effectively, you've made the game harder and worse for yourself because you wanted to experiment and have fun. Uh, almost every good Dead Cells player starts their first run and then they have to delete their save and purposely avoid the bad items because mm. the RNG increases for them to be able to win. Horrible game design. Uh, so, of course, a lot of games do something very well where they're able to take things out of the pool or they're able to manipulate things in some way for rogue lights. Uh, this is potentially uh, something that we can do where, you know, you just set up your game and you say, okay, I'm going to pick my parents on this one. These two parents will make the kid. And we see their stats because I really, really hate playing jaundice games. I just don't want to play jaundice games. So, uh, and that's no okay. Parents. Right. No Colorado <laughs> parents. All right. I live at low altitude. So, uh, yeah, I think that that is definitely something that we would want to avoid to make it fun. Because you're right. Uh, roguelikes are fun in their heart for certain reasons. But at the same time, nobody likes having you know, negative things just because they had fun. As you continue to play, uh, we're looking at a Binding of Isaac style. You know, you're going to get more unlock that change the way that your game is played, but it's not going to get easier. You're just mm -hmm. going to have character selection to play it in a new, unique style. Is there any, any other roguelikes that you've hated that you wouldn't want us to emulate? Because we always do a mood board of all the different games <sighs> that we want our developers to be inspired by. That's interesting. I, I like a lot of roguelikes. Um, I I don't think there's too many that I really dislike except for Dead Cells. Hate <laughs> Dead Cells for many reasons. Why on the previews, excuse me, does the main character have a flaming head, yet in the game it's a goopy head? Pisses me off, and they even, to this day, have a flaming head on like two weeks ago, a trailer for Dead Cells. Blatant false advertising. Hate that game. Hate that studio. No offense. Uh, but probably then, some offense. Yeah, well, whatever. <laughs> You're listening. <laughs> well, uh, I would say, I don't know. I, I think that uh, the roguelike genre is very fun. There's a lot that you can do with the permadeath one-run thing. Not a lot of games I don't really enjoy mm. in that genre, to be quite honest with you, except for Dead Cells, which is awful. Um, <laughs> that's Any it. final questions, Nomad, about the game? Um, no, I think, I think I'm good. I think we have a strong, solid uh, vision of the game, you know? A shit ton of DLC and sequels yeah. as well, which you know we 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 love. You know that's that's gonna bring bring Daddy the dough. Mm. So yeah, appreciate that a lot. Thank you. NFTs, guys. NFTs. Every single oh, baby yeah. is unique. Every baby. Yep. <laughs> you know, yeah. You own the baby. No, I'm just kidding. We're not gonna do that, guys. Are you looking for a spore style designer? We can design a baby, or is that not of interest to you? A spore designer. Yeah. Well, I mean that uh, again. 
That is uh, different. A- after you beat the game, New Game Plus, you do unlock Designer Baby, where you can have fun stats and you could try your hardest. To, like, I can't wait for the speed runs on all negative stats. Fat, <laughs> ugly, jaundice, gassy, loud, baby Australia. Yeah. All those factors in Australia, and then they're like, okay, guys, 20 minutes with fat, jaundice, angry, violent uh, Australian baby. Uh, that'll be hype. You know it'll be hype. Gotta dodge your uh, drug dealing parents and their clients and diggers running through the open door. Maybe one of the biggest crack. negatives. <laughs> crack baby. Crack baby. Parents care more about the crack than about you. <laughs> Oh no! A horrible game. This sounds like a horrible, horrible game. I'm going to be no. honest. I think I would not enjoy playing this game. I think it, would, it sounds horrible. It's mainly poo physics. Uh, it mainly seems to be that you just die randomly because you've got These a horrible baby life. I think it's. If it sounds. It sounds unpleasant. <laughs> if I'm honest. Fucking get it, man! You're not a parent. You don't know. Are you just trying Every... to inflict your pain on other people? Is it? Is this all? Is this one big therapy session? Yes, of course. Listen, you... I'll... yes. Always start in a in a ejaculating penis. Is that like the opening <laughs> thing as well? The opening well, microscopic. Yeah, there's yeah, a lot of microscopic like level. Yeah, you keep bringing up this like an actual stuff. penis at the beginning. No, no, my God, what the hell's wrong with you, dude? <laughs> this isn't like a. We're not trying to make the coffee mod here. Okay, we're starting real zoomed in, and then it grows uh, into a baby. It's a miracle of life, you pervert. No I've actually, I, I, I played that game in, uh, in, in school, and like the, um, yeah, one of those educational ones where you do the whole journey, you know, as a little sperm going, going yeah. through and everything. So, yeah, there's, there's definitely already a blueprint for that. We can, uh, we can rip off for sure. Mm. For sure, for sure. That's good times. Well, other than that, I think it sounds like a game we could make. I think there's a lot, a lot of success in there. I'm, I'm excited. Could like, is a good word. That's great. A, a lot of uh, a room for growth, uh, both literally and figuratively, in the game. Um, That's the tagline. Yeah, you found well it. Well done. <laughs> Any final thoughts from anyone before we close up? A uh, baby simulator, please buy now on Steam. Greenlight it is nine ninety nine. Uh, the DLC. Yeah, yeah, nine hundred ninety nine dollars. We're doing the same kind of DLC as the uh, the train simulator things. So, uh, nice. you know, it, it, that's right, that's right. If you do want, to, you know, a European baby, that's thirty dollars. Same kind of shit. So, uh, a baby simulator. Look for a Steam Euro- Greenlight. European babies. Uh, <laughs> European babies are very expensive. I don't know if you've been to Germany. It's a hellhole for babies. But uh, anyway, cheaper in that's the a... free healthcare. You've got to pay for them in America. Wow. If they live, that's mm. the ticket. In America. <laughs> well, we'll leave it there then. Thanks so right. much for Thank coming you guys. on. Uh, uh, wonderful to talk to you and hear about your horrible, horrible game, uh, Baby Simulator, uh, the the horrible poo based roguelike. Thank you, Slacks. <laughs> the horrible poo based roguelike. <laughs> <laughs> Wowie, that was a, a horrible, horrible game. Uh, I'm probably never going to play that. I loved it. <laughs> you loved it? It's, it I was mainly it. poo, let's be honest here. That was a, a game that was uh, quite literally shit. Um, <laughs> but thanks so much for Sir Action Slacks for coming on. He's one of my favourite people to talk to, and I really, really enjoyed chatting him through uh, that. And I think a perfect first guest, wouldn't you agree? 
Yeah, I mean, hilarious and entertaining and just off the wall ideas. You know, firing all cylinders there. Absolutely in in incredible guest. So uh, thank you so much to him for uh, coming on. Of course, mm -hmm. don't forget to follow him on Twitter at SirActionSlacks. And uh, whilst you're there, you might as well give us a follow as well if you don't already. That is at Daniel Often and at NomadCasts. And uh, don't forget to follow us as well on your favorite podcasting site. Mm, as well follow us and please leave a review for this podcast as well this is a, a mm. big new project for me an old nomad uh some of you may know me from my other podcast as well i do one called position six and a couple of other podcasts there nomad produces a lot of cool youtube content you should check out but this is a big new project for us and we'd love it for is. it to be as much as a success as possible so uh i will never previously ask this in any of my podcasts uh, but please share this podcast. Please give it a review on your podcast platform of choice. That does really, really help. Uh, anyone you think might enjoy it, send it their way and get them to do the same. Uh, let's get as many people possible talking about their dream games. We uh, are thirsty for your feedback, guys. We are so mm -hmm. thirsty for your feedback. So lay us down a big glass of feedback, juice, serve it up, and we will guzzle it down in seconds. Mm -hmm, very much so we want to make this as good as possible so whatever feedback you can give would be amazing and also please let us know on twitter and slash and slacks on twitter what you thought of this horrible dream game uh any any thoughts any ideas that you think would make it better always good to hear about as Absolutely. well so share it on twitter and chat about those as well and there we go we'll be back next week i believe with an episode from the amazing comedian glenn moore uh who's currently up in edinburgh Ooh. uh been on mock the week he's been on ITV is the sketch show. Uh, he's been on loads of different stuff. He's one of my yeah, absolute loads favorite of BBC comedians. gaming stuff as well. So this mm -hmm. guy knows his games. You know, he he's a he's a huge gamer, um, and he's going to be a fantastic guest, I'm sure. So tune in next week uh, for that. Until then, it's goodbye for me, and I, I hope it's goodbye from you as well. No, uh, no, I'm sticking around. Me and the uh, me and the guests are going to go and uh, huff some glue out the back. So uh... <laughs> we'll have fun with that. <laughs>